the problem wasn't so much that you didn't know what to do in your business? What if the real problem was that you continuously refused to do it? We're talking the hard truths today here on Seven Figure Sister. Welcome to the Seven Figure Sister podcast. If you're a coach or consultant who is ready to learn how to strategically leverage the power of smart, savvy, and proven strategies to market your business, elevate your brand, attract and close high ticket clients, then let me tell you, you are in absolutely the right place. I'm your host, Dr. Avis, award-winning author, media commentator, mentor to ambitious entrepreneurs, and multi-seven-figure CEO. I grew my business from zero to six figures in less than nine months and went on from there to hit the seven-figure mark by strategically leveraging the power of both offline and online media marketing strategies and mastering the art of high-ticket sales. And guess what? So can you. Welcome to the Sisterhood. So welcome to today's episode of Seven Figure Sister. And I just want to share with you an epiphany that was so bold, so big, so profound for me. It was one of those things that just woke me up out of my sleep and I had to immediately write it down because it was so game changing. So I'm going to take a minute to share this epiphany with you. And I want you to think about how this might apply to your business. And that epiphany goes as this. The thing you're avoiding is the thing that will give you the results you most want. Let me say that one more time. The thing you're avoiding is the thing that will give you the results you most want. Well, first of all, let me tell you how I came to this epiphany. You know, I am one of those people who during the period of the pandemic, when it was, well, we're still going through it. Let's just be real. It ain't going nowhere, y'all. So continue to wear those masks, especially if you paranoid like me, continue to wear those masks, okay? But, you know, during the height of the pandemic where we were on lockdown and we were literally at home for a good two years, I was one of those people that kind of got into the habit of taking long romantic walks to the refrigerator. Okay, so it's just to put on a little bit of pandemic poundage. Okay, let's just go ahead and call it that. All right. And so I have been on a journey the past several months around not just regaining my preferred physique, you know, not just losing the pandemic poundage, but specifically, I am looking to specifically have a particular shape. Like I'm really looking to shape my body through exercise and, you know, nutrition, cardio and weight training into a particular physique that I want without having to sort of like risk my life in Miami. I'll put it like that. All right. And so I have been on this journey now for a couple of months and I will say that I've been making good progress. Uh, if you look at the scale. Okay. But as I told you, that's not my only measure. I'm looking for a specific physique. Now I have been working with a personal trainer around this journey. And let me just tell you, he's the bomb.com. All right. We, Uh, work together in person once a week. But besides that, he has me on a very strict uh, diet regimen, a very strict exercise regimen that includes both cardio and weight training. And I'm accountable to him on a daily basis. And let me tell you how accountable I am. 
each and every day I take a picture of everything that I am about to put in my mouth and I text it to him and he texts me back. Okay. <laughs> all right. So that's supposed to keep you from cheating. Okay. With the food. All right. And then every day as I do my cardio, after I complete it, I take a picture of the sort of synopsis of the statistics that's on the actual treadmill and I send it to him so he can assure that I got my cardio in and I have done it for the amount of time and at the level of intensity that he has prescribed for that week. Now, in addition to these two things, I'm all, I also do weight training. And the weight training that we do, uh, we do it together when we work together in person. But outside of that, I'm just, you know, supposed to be keeping a weight training diary and uh, letting him know, for example, how many reps I got through, if the weight is too heavy, if the weight is too light and all that good stuff so that we can make weekly adjustments. At the end of every week, I take a progress pitch pick and I send it to him. And I'm also looking at those myself because I want to see the transformation, the change in my body as I'm putting in this work. And with the last uh, picture that I send him, you know, I have to tell you, I was a little disappointed, okay? I was a little disappointed in that I looked at that picture and I could tell that, yeah, I'm losing body fat, that's happening, but I'm also losing a little something, something else that I didn't want to lose, okay? You remember how, you know, people are talking about there's like regular Rihanna and there's thick Rihanna? Well, I was experiencing thick Avis and I like thick Avis. I don't want to go all the way back to regular Avis, okay? I kind of want... A little something in between. You see what I'm saying? And when I saw that, at the end of the day, I knew that I had no one else to blame but myself. No one else to blame. Because here is what had happened. Over the previous two weeks, I had been in a complete, you know, time crunch. Um, challenges on the personal side, having to overcome some challenges with my mother. And then at the same time, a very, very strong uh, area of need for me in my business. And so I had told myself that I was going to do as much as I could to get in the work that I had committed to in terms of this uh, exercise regimen. But because of my reduced time, what ultimately happened was that I continued to do what I was supposed to do with the diet. I continued to do what I was supposed to do with the cardio. But guess what fell off the plate? What fell off the plate was the weight training. And here's the thing. The weight training is absolutely what's needed in order to get me the results that I want. So when I noticed that my body was changing, but not exactly in the direction that I wanted, it wasn't because I didn't have the rap, my right roadmap. It wasn't because I didn't have uh, the right uh, expert there guiding me along the way and telling me uh, what to do. It was because I had not done what I was supposed to do. And it wasn't that that choice was haphazard. The reality is the weight training is harder. The weight training hurts. <laughs> the weight training is the thing that I enjoy least. So when I found myself in a moment where I just had a finite amount of time to put in the work in terms of my fitness, I chose the easy thing, relatively speaking, right? I chose the thing that I enjoy doing, relatively speaking. I didn't choose the hard thing. And here's the thing. The hard things are the things that move the needle 
The hard things are the things that give you the results that you really want. Now, I'm sharing this story with you because this analogy applies perfectly to business. I have found that with the hundreds of people that I've worked with over the past several years to help get their businesses up and out into the world in a bold and powerful, profitable way, that especially for those of us at the beginning, and quite frankly, at every stage of the trajectory, because the bottom line is at every level of this ish, you're going to need to challenge yourself more. You're going to do different hard things, but there's still going to be hard things that you must do, hard decisions that you must make, hard actions that you have to follow through with. And what I've found is that there are several key things that are absolutely critical that you must do in your business in order to see results. But oftentimes, if we were to be truly honest with ourselves, we renege on doing the hard things in favor of doing the things that we like more, in favor of doing the things that are relatively fun for us, right? In favor of doing the things that are easy. And then we tell ourselves that we're putting in the work. Boom. The reality is it may be work, but it's not the most impactful work that will get you where you want to go. So I want to unpack here some things for you today that I find people typically avoid doing in their business. But these are the very things that are going to give you the biggest bang for your buck in terms of your efforts that will ultimately lead to the big game-changing revenue generation that I know that you want and that you deserve. So let's tick through these hard things that you need to be brave enough and bold enough, and shall I say disciplined enough, right, to follow through on. Number one, ask yourself, are you avoiding getting a calendar full of sales calls because you're afraid to hear the word no? Here's, here's what I know. If you are not selling consistently, you are not having consistent sales conversations. Boom. Or you're not having consistent sales events, one-to-many sales events, like webinars, like launches, like live events. There are things that you are not doing to get yourself in front of potential buyers. And oftentimes people avoid doing those things because they don't like hearing no. Just like I said, lifting up you know, 40 pounds of weight and doing, you know, Russian lunges with those hurt, okay? (laughs) You know, it also might hurt just in a different way to hear the word no until you understand how to properly process that. I really want you to get to the point in your business where when you hear no, you say next. You don't need to say it out loud to them, okay? Because a no today doesn't necessarily mean a no tomorrow, okay? There are people that will say no to you today. They're not ready. But maybe a few months from now, hell, maybe a year from now, they're ready. And they could end up being some of your best clients. I think about one of my clients uh, right now who is absolutely amazing. She had been on my email list probably for a couple of years, all right, and had never bought anything from me. 
And then she signed up for one of my perfect media pitch masterclasses, uh, came into the program, ended up being one of my best clients, came in like gangbusters, did $25,000 sale in her first week after we adjusted her pricing and got her packaging correct in terms of what she was selling, ended up doing $90,000 in her first 90 days, uh, ended up having a $100,000 week. Yes. That's what I'm talking about. Big bad Michelle Green Rose. She teaches uh, nurses how to be entrepreneurs themselves. And so when I think about her, I think of the fact that if I had just said, oh, she doesn't want to work with me and let me not nurture her. Okay. Let me not put her on my list. Let me not make sure she hears from me. Then I would have never had that amazing relationship with her that didn't just result, quote unquote, in a sale for me. It resulted in game changing results for her and the lives that she touches. Hello? Because your business is bigger than you. Let's just put that out there. All right. I say all that to say, hey, you need to make sure that you are doing those hard things, even when it means you might hear no, all right? Because a no today might not be a no forever. And just getting past that no means that you're just one more step closer to your yes. All right. So make sure you are packing your calendar full of opportunities to sell. Packing it full of opportunities to sell, all right? Next, are you having a series of sales conversations that never end up in conversions because you're afraid to, in essence, pop the question or specifically ask for the sale? That's the hard thing that a lot of people refuse to do. You see, there's a difference between a conversation and a conversion. You can have a wonderful conversation with someone. You can really talk with them about uh, what they need, the challenges that they're going through, what you have to offer. But if at the end of that conversation, you aren't giving them the opportunity to work with you, then you're not only hurting yourself in terms of completely obliterating your chance of turning that conversation into a conversion. Similar to the example that I just gave you with Michelle, you're hurting them because you're not giving them the opportunity to even work with you. They got on that call with you for a reason. They got on that call with you because they needed a change. And they believe, even if it's just a little bit at that moment, that you are the person that can help get you there, get them there. It's your responsibility, let me just say, to not chicken out on them. Notice I didn't say not chicken out on you. Don't chicken out on them. They are on that call with you because they need you and you need to be brave enough to give them the opportunity to work with you. So that means having a conversation isn't enough. You need to give them the opportunity to work with you and give you the opportunity to shift that conversation into a sales conversion. Number two. Okay. Number three. Are you avoiding posting on social media because you're afraid that you might get some sort of negative reaction that there might be some trolls out there or there might be people who might think something about you and your business that is not pleasant to you? Let me just say, oh, this is one of my biggest pet peeves. 
You cannot let others cowards. I mean, there's really no other way to say it. Other cowards uh, who are out there criticizing other people for things that they are afraid to do. That's why I'm calling them cowards. <laughs> All right. It's very easy to stand back in the anonymity that social media provides and criticize people. Oh, that's the easiest thing on the earth to do. It's brave to put yourself out there. It's brave to tell people about what you do, knowing that not everybody is going to like it. Not everybody is going to need it. Some people will even criticize it. It takes bravery to do that. So the last thing that you want to do is allow the cowards to undermine your ability for success. Do not give them more power than they deserve. In fact, they don't deserve any power. And so their power only exists when you give it to them. Honey, just delete and move on. Just block and move on. Leave them alone. Because there are people beyond them that actually need you, that actually want what you have to offer, that are looking for you right now. And they can't find you if you are not putting yourself out there to be found. Now, I will tell you at the end of the day, business is very simple. At the end of the day, it really just consists of two things, marketing and sales. And it's really no conundrum about which one comes first, right? Marketing comes first because if nobody knows you're in business, you're not in business. So if you are afraid to even let people know that you are in business, let me tell you, honey, you will not be in business very long. Do not allow the naysayers, the critics, the trolls, the cowards to stop you from doing what you must do in order for your business to not only to survive, but to thrive. You deserve it. And the people that you were meant to serve deserve it too. All right. Fourth. Are you avoiding sending media pitches to the media because you think your business isn't big enough yet or it's not important enough yet for it to acquire media coverage? Let me tell you, stop. <laughs> That's a horrible thing to avoid doing. Yes, you do, just like with sales, run up on a tremendous opportunity that you will hear no's. But let me also tell you that you have tremendous opportunities to hear yeses as well. And especially right now, when the traditional modes of advertising have gotten so much more complex, complicated, and expensive, now is not the time to be afraid or to be scared to send out those media pitches. Now is the time to take advantage of media even more. And I would say that not just in the general thing and not just in the general sense of the word, now is the time or of the phrase, now is the time as it relates to this specific time of year, all right? Let me just tell you right now, the media is uh, really open to elevate new voices and new perspectives. Why? Because a lot of the usual suspects are on vacation. <laughs> and I would say uh, this year, probably more than ever, they're on vacation because just like the rest of us, people have been pent up for two years and they want to go out and go on vacation. This is why 
you know, airports are crazy right now. Everybody and their mama's going on a vacation, which means that there is greater opportunity for you. That doesn't mean there's any less time that those media outlets need to fill, right? No, they need to fill up still. Those television slots, those radio slots, those podcasts are still being produced, right? And so they still need new voices. Now, right now is especially the time to get in front of the media. So don't think that your business has to be at some extreme level of success to get media attention. Flip that on its head and think, maybe if I get that right media opportunity, that is going to be what's going to give me the ability to get my business to that next level. There are few things that are more powerful for marketing your business than media. And let me tell you, now is the time to take advantage of that more than ever. All right. And lastly, are you avoiding raising your cost, quite frankly, that it charges folks to access your time and your brilliance? In other words, are you avoiding raising your prices, the cost that it takes for people to access your time and your brilliance? This to me is one of the biggest challenges that oftentimes women entrepreneurs face and particularly black women entrepreneurs face. We believe that we have to charge just a little bit because we just want to get our foot in the door. We just want to prove that we're the badasses that we are. And then we hope at some undetermined time in the future, people will be so overwhelmed with what a great service that we provide that I guess that we are thinking that we'll, they'll just voluntarily pay us more money. Honey, it don't work like that. It does not work like that. Charge what you are worth now. Charge it now. Are you avoiding raising your pricing because you think that you won't make sales? What if I told you that if you raise your prices, you might be making sales to completely new levels of opportunities that heretofore assumed that you were not as good as you are because your price was so low? Like it or not, people associate price with quality. If I see a price that's super duper too low, I am wondering if the service that I would receive is of good quality. There is a difference between a Walmart and a Chanel. There's a difference. You will never go into Walmart expecting to see a Chanel bag. And if I'm looking for Chanel, I am not shopping Walmart prices. Bottom line. Make sure that you have positioned yourself in such a way that it is commiserate with the experience that you provide your customers, with your expertise, with the quality of work that you desire. I know right now, especially people are afraid, people are scared to price themselves in this economy uh, aggressively. But I will tell you that the right buyers are still out there because high ticket buyers they want results. They would rather pay more to get it done right the first time than to pay 50 bazillion times to get it done partially, okay? And hope that it all comes together in the end. No, they would rather pay more for a higher quality outcome that actually means that they will get the result they want in the most expedited manner possible. 
So it may mean that you would make less sales, but that's a good thing because now you have more time. <laughs> you can make less sales if you charge more and end up making more money than when you charged less. We're going to talk about that more in another episode of Seven Figure Sister, but just know, do not be scared to charge what you're worth, but be bold about marketing to the right people so that they can be in a position to find you and ultimately say yes to what you have to offer. Now, with that said, I have a challenge for you. As you go upon your way over the course of the next week, I want you to think about what have I been avoiding? What is that thing in my business that's hard? What is that thing in my business that scares me and therefore I have not put myself out there to be able to take advantage of the benefits that doing that thing would provide? What have I been avoiding that I know I should be doing right now? When you identify that one thing that you have avoided, I want you to challenge yourself to do that thing. Do that thing and do it over and over and over again. And if you want some extra credit, get somebody to be accountable for. Get somebody to, to sort of report in on with regards to your action steps to make sure that you're following through. You can be accountable to me. Tag me at Dr. Avis Mentoring on Instagram and let me know what you are doing this week or that you at least avoided doing previously because it was too hard or at least you felt like it was too hard. What I want you to know is that's like when you are weight training, what starts out as hard over time becomes easier. Why? Because you become stronger. You become better. You become more of that person that you know you were capable of from the very beginning. But you got to push past the hard part to get to the benefits on the other side. I'm going to challenge you to do that. And if your challenge is that pricing issue that I mentioned there at the very end, you were afraid to raise your prices, let me just say, absolutely do that. But do know that I am also having an incredible event coming up this October, Black Millionaire Coach Live, that's specifically around making sure that you have crafted your million-dollar offer. So yes, we'll be talking about pricing there and how to get your price right. But just as importantly, we're going to help you craft your high-ticket offer that's specifically positioned for what can sell right now. And then we'll help you understand how to price it, how to package it, how to position it, how to brand it, and how to market it in order to get in front of high-ticket buyers who are ready to buy right now. If you want to learn more about that, then go right now to BlackMillionaireCoachLive.com. That's BlackMillionaireCoachLive.com and grab your ticket today. With that said, I hope you've enjoyed this episode of Seven Figure Sister. I'll see you next time. Thank you for listening to the Seven Figure Sister podcast. I hope you're leaving with a boatload of brand new nuggets that you're excited about implementing in your business right now. Why? Because nothing happens until you take action. Now, I'd love to hear your biggest takeaway from today's episode. So be sure to post the show on your Instagram stories and tag me at Dr. Avis Mentoring. 
Also, if you haven't already, don't forget to subscribe so you never miss an episode. And while you're at it, feel free to leave a review so others can get a sense of what it's like to join this game-changing sisterhood. Finally, if you'd like to learn more about working with me or want the resources from today's episode, visit us at dravismentoring.com. I'll catch you next time on the Seven Figure Sister podcast.